Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, it's the story that everybody is talking about today on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. It's the elite college bribe scheme that involves among many other high profile very rich wealthy people uh actresses Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman and uh Bradley you've got some extra you you've got some William H Macy involvement I do and I'll get there but I do want to just give a little thumbnail of where we're at where we've going or where we're going cuz I know a lot of people are just tuning into the story they've heard bits and pieces they're like wait a minute what what really happened and what's going on we're going to talk about the celebrity aspect of this insofar as Lori Laughlin, Felicity Huffman, and their husbands are concerned. Um, but just know, again, Lori Laughlin, picture in your mind, Aunt Becky, right, from mm-hmm. Full House and Fuller House. Felicity Huffman, of course, Desperate Housewives, among other things, right? right. Um, Felicity Huffman is married to William, William H. H. Macy, Macy, the actor that you'd know from all sorts of things, Fargo. Fargo, Shameless. Shameless? Is that the one he's in now? Uh, yep, a shameless, lot of a lot of stuff. Lori Laughlin is married to Massimo Giandulli. Massimo, Massimo, just Massimo. Uh, the fashion guy. So uh, high profile. They have kids wanted wanted to get them into college. The uh, FBI, among other law enforcement agencies, came across this scheme, wherein a guy was basically uh, manufacturing or orchestrating getting these very uh, powerful, rich people, celebrities, kids into college, despite the fact that they didn't qualify. There are a couple of ways they did it. One way was to screw with their SAT, ACT scores. The other way was to pretend that they were college athletes, going so far as to uh, put their faces on pictures of student athletes, like Photoshopping stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, really crazy. This is not just... In fact, don't take my word for it. Let's listen to a little bit of the U.S. District Attorney's Office um, talking about the scale of this particular crime. Elite college admissions through the steady application of wealth combined with fraud. There can be no separate college admission system for the wealthy, and I'll add that there will not be a separate criminal justice system either. Every year, hundreds of thousands of hardworking, talented students strive for admission to elite schools. As every parent knows, these students work harder and harder every year in a system that appears to grow more and more competitive every year. And that system is a zero-sum game. For every student admitted through fraud, an honest, genuinely talented student was rejected. The parents charged today, despite already being able 
to give their children every legitimate advantage in the college admissions game, instead chose to corrupt and illegally manipulate the system for their benefit. We're not talking about donating a building so that a school's more likely to take your son or daughter. We're talking about deception and fraud, fake test scores, fake athletic credentials, fake photographs, bribed college officials. So that is what we're talking about. Not just a bunch of rich people like, hey, or take some money, maybe wink, wink, give my kid a spot. So that's where we're at. Now, you suggested, Colleen, that we had some information on William H. Macy. Well, because I think the question is, we know that uh, that uh, Felicity Huffman is in custody. She's been she was arrested this morning. Uh, and I said, but what about William H. Macy? The, the girls, they're, or they have two daughters, right? They have two parents. And so why just her and not him? Well, and some people might say maybe he didn't know. Although, wait. Uh, it appears perhaps he did know the charging documents include um, some conversations that, you know, were recorded or uh, otherwise gathered by the FBI. And in this conversation, it is clear that William H. Spacey, who is identified as the spouse of the, you know, of the person, the person who was actually charged. Yeah. Um, in this case, that would be uh, Lori Law Lo- or um, uh, Felicity Huffman. So I'm just going to read some words to you. They'll make sense Mm -hmm. about how this process was going down. And this was a phone call between um, the uh, individual who was arranging this and William H. Macy. That is like the go between. Um, Okay, so she'll take the test. They're talking about the daughter at the West Hollywood Test Center. So and so will be the proctor. We'll ensure that. Uh, we get a score that will be in the 14s or higher because you want to achieve the schools we want to get to, correct? So basically he's saying, we'll get her to the right scores. And the spouse, William H. Macy, says, we're talking about Georgetown, places like... And then the guy says, yeah, so we'll need to be we'll need to be like mid 14s, 1500 to be, you know, to be solid. That's out of 1600. So that means she'll score like in the 700s in each category. Okay, so... Uh, then, so then we're, so again, last time we did this, just so I can make sure of the financial part, it's all squared away. We'll send you an invoice for $15,000 and we'll, uh, and then that'll all be taken care of. Are we all okay with the financial side and the actual operational side of it? To which William H. Macy says, cool. Okay. Well, first of all, I heard the words just like last time, Yeah, which suggests that this was not the first time that they'd been through this with this uh, broker yeah. whose last name is a singer. Is yeah, it that? This is the, the guy that um, sort of was the mastermind behind this entire scam. Okay. So they'd already been through this before. Yep. And it sounds to me like William H. Macy knew about the first time as well. And uh, that he was familiar enough with the process to be quote, cool with doing it all over again. Mm hmm. And he knew the schools that they were trying to get their daughter into uh, and the scores that they were going to need. Why then would he not be held accountable like his wife is right now? Again, we don't know. It's too early to know exactly why they decided not to prosecute William H. Macy. I mean, it's possible they could prosecute him going forward or that the grand jury, whoever indicted in this case, didn't have the uh, I'm not I'm no attorney nor legal expert, but. Uh, I watch enough, um, you know, law and order 
uh, or Law and Order um, to think that I have words for this. But I would assume that they just didn't have what they needed on paper for the charges. Because remember, the charges in this case are not like you paid a lot of money to get your kids into school fraudulently. Mm-hmm. It's things like mail fraud, wire fraud. Mm-hmm. So like in a lot of racketeering cases, you have to go at the fine print to be able to charge people with things to hold them accountable for this much larger crime. Right. It's not as simple as this crime is illegal. You're going to jail. So I would assume that William H. Macy, for whatever reason, could not be charged because either the evidence wasn't strong enough or they didn't have for those particular charges the things that they needed their ducks in a row. We are clearly going to learn a lot more as we go forward in the days and weeks that come. In fact, I would say hold on to your uh, bloomers because you haven't even heard from the people that have been arrested in this case, the parents, much Mm -hmm. less the guy who was the mastermind, much less all of the athletic coaches and proctors and people behind the scenes that helped make this entire ring happen. And all of many of whom are in custody. And we should say all of those people are guilt or uh, innocent until proven guilty, right? Mm-hmm. So they will all get lawyers if they don't have them already. All of those lawyers will come out with public statements, and so just wait to oh, hear where the narrative goes. What a mess! It's a hot mess. It's a hot mess, and also, I mean, I think we we still have so many questions. Among them, what has happened to the students? Um, and yeah, and we don't they, even where are they go? and we don't even really have like a timeline on this. Have some of those students graduated, and then what happens to their degree? Would they be stripped of their degree if they and there's maybe evidence didn't that, earn it? Or I, you know, I don't know. Uh, I will say I read that um, the the universities are not being treated as you know co-conspirators, or they're not being treated as perpetrators in this case or aiding and abetting this particular ring. So, you know, it it will be interesting to see how the universities respond to if they hold the, you know, children, because again, most of these children, if they're in college are adult, they are adult Mm -hmm. human beings Mm -hmm. and should be held accountable if they knew there was a crime going on just because wink, wink, nod, nod, you uh, were able to get into college under these circumstances doesn't mean you shouldn't be held accountable, even though it's sad and tragic and people are going to ostracize you probably and your life is going to be affected. Well, I will tell you this. I'm going to be spending some time this evening getting to know Lori Laughlin's daughter um, because she seems like a trip. She's uh, an influencer. She's an influencer. She straight up made money off of her college admission yes she was uh working together with amazon uh and her own youtube channel to um create a channel all about decorating for your uh college dorm room etc 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 um and she by the way said very clearly uh i don't know how much of school i'm gonna actually attend she said to her two million subscribers as she has now taken to the point of the uh, to, of the soundbite we heard from the um, press conference earlier, taking the slot of somebody who deserved to get into that school, she doesn't know how much of school she's going to attend because she's yeah, not I really. I don't feel like she's, she doesn't really care about school. I don't feel like she's really going to suffer too much through this because she, you know, I don't think she's too plugged into planet Earth. Yeah. Yeah, I am much more concerned with the students. By all account, there were students who did not know this was going on. Um, and I would say those students are mostly the ones uh, for whom their test scores were adulterated. 
uh, by the proctors who were in on this adjusting their answers. So, like, if you thought you'd scored, you know, a 1500 on the SAT mm-hmm. and you really scored a 1200. Right. I mean, that that's going to be a really I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal. But for these children's identities, I oh. can I can totally relate to that. Oh, I could. I mean, and we will. We will continue to talk about this. Uh, I, but I could talk about this forever because the implications of what this then does to to those to those students. Uh, I yeah, there's so much. This goes so deep and so far reaching. We will come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show. We will either revisit this or we'll be talking about goop. Find out after this on My Talk 107. Well, there still are so many questions when it comes to this college bribe scheme that we've been talking about really all all day uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And I think hey. one, of, one of the big things that I keep chewing on, I keep going back to is I don't. I just don't understand the logic on the behalf of the parents who engaged with this essentially kind of broker who was bribing, who was engaging in bribes with these colleges and universities, uh, elite colleges and universities to help get their children into them by uh, doctoring test scores or um, f- faking um, sports team affiliations. When it comes to those test scores, I guess I, this is the part that just I can't get my brain around. I don't understand the logic of setting your child up to take a test and have the results doctored to get them into a school that then they don't really, they don't perform well enough to go to. So they maybe don't deserve to be in. Yeah. And then they won't be able to perform at the level. Why would you set them up up for for that type of failure? Well, because I think they think once the kids get there, then, you know, uh, because their kids are amazing and super talented and it's just because there's a limited number of spots that they are not going to get there. And I, I like I can hear all of those arguments and rationalizations happening, um, especially when you're a you know part of a privileged few and especially when you have the means by which to you know, like grease the system. The thing that's different about this case and what's even more shocking is not only do you want to set your kids up for failure, which rich people do all the time, let's be honest, you know, um, because one of the things this particular case has brought to light is the um, just reality that if you are very wealthy, you already have a leg up on getting your kids into a higher uh, educational or a, into an institution of higher learning, right? Like a lot of times you can make giant donations. Um, There are a number of ways privileged people have advantages against those who are not. And they also are setting their children up for failure. The difference is in this particular case that these parents, even though they had a leg up, instead of doing what maybe other people do, they decided to engage in criminal behavior Mm -hmm. to set their children up for a lifetime of, you know, uh, regret potentially. Right. Like, how, wouldn't that money have been better spent, the same amount of money on tutoring or classes to improve their score on the SATs or the ACTs? I mean, people of all means take those classes. Yeah. They could afford 
wonderful tutors rather than engaging in criminal activity and feeling like their status in in culture would absolve them from that criminal activity. Or maybe I'm projecting that. But I mean, to me, that seems like a smarter use of the money. Yeah. And then. There's this whole separate commentary, I think, that we see happening with the pressure on kids, wealthy or not, to be in prestigious college or or university experiences from such young ages. And that is all pressure that is put on by parents and teachers and people older and, and wiser than these young people. And the kids maybe don't even care as much. It just, I can't. I got more to say about this. We'll probably talk about it tomorrow. We got crazy, stupid idiots coming up next. Hi. What up? Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say. That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of... Florida. 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 Do you need me to go first? Nope, I'm good. Oh, good. We are not going to Florida first. We are going to Pittsburgh. 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 Okay. Yes. Uh, and a guy near the Pittsburgh area well, is facing some charges um, because well, he was very irritated with uh, somebody who was driving him crazy. Like an Uber driver? Yes, but oh. also was driving him crazy. What was he doing? Uh, it wasn't actually an Uber driver. It was a friend. It was a 25-year-old Clayton Lucas. And he and a, a friend or a guy, I don't know if they were friends, uh, who he was living together with in a halfway house. Okay. They were driving together to uh, a treatment class. Yeah. A group situation mm-hmm. last week mm-hmm. when the guy who was driving him there wouldn't stop singing Christmas carols. Mm-hmm. In the car. Okay. Wait now, a minute. Yes. March? Exactly. Oh. This happened last week. That's weird. Christmas carols in Why March. Would you do that? Well, you know, sometimes you just mm. get in the mood. Yeah. I will say when the weather got a little crappy again, uh, we started singing Christmas carols. I mean, so. maybe it was cold outside. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, anyway, uh, he, okay, Clayton asked his friend to stop and the guy wouldn't stop. And so, while they were driving down the road, Clayton reached from the back seat to try to get him to stop singing the Christmas carols, and he tried to strangle him. Oh, God! Silent night, deadly night. Okay. Okay. Um, The guy almost passed out while he was driving the car. Oh. Because he was being strangled by somebody in the backseat of the car. That's just, that seems counterintuitive, or it, well, it seems kind of dumb. A lot of this is like, dumb. Like, if you're going to strangle someone, don't strangle the person that's driving the high-moving, high-powered vehicle mm-hmm. that could kill you. Also, though, I do get, like, it can be real irritating to hear. I have a thing with, like, repetitive noises, certain sounds that just drive me crazy. And there are, you know, for example... What you are doing Ollie. right now 
And um, Molly. Ma? Oh, I, I don't have that available right now. Oh, okay. Anyway, when those things happen, there are some people in the ragey. world that you would say, could you maybe not do that? Or you would find like the nicest way you can to say, please stop. That's actually making me really uncomfortable stop and kind of right upset. Now. And there are people who then do it more and louder because they think it's funny. Oh, what? You want me to stop that? Yeah. And so what I'm Who saying is that? I understand. I don't know. Mm, Certainly nobody whose name rhymes with Radley Boehner. What's, what kind of weird name is that? Anyway, I'm just saying I understand the urge to want to hurt somebody. Oh, wow. um, but he did, they, did he achieve his goal? It, did he get him to stop singing? Did he mean? strangle the person? He strangled him, but he didn't kill him. Oh, good. Uh, a cop saw them arguing on the side of the road and then arrested Clayton. He's now facing several charges, including aggravated assault. But he was aggravated. I get it. That's yeah, all. Violence is never the answer. No, it isn't. Yeah, you can maybe leave the assault part out I of agree it. with you, but I. this is the thing, though. Don't be the person who does it louder when somebody asks you to stop. Because you sound then like that lady who was at the zoo. No, I am not saying it's okay. Because you said but. Okay, you're right. I shouldn't have said but. You said but. Don't be the person in general. Don't be the person who does things louder when somebody has expressed, or as we say at our house, when somebody gives you feedback, listen to the feedback. They're telling you how they feel. And then you change your behavior. Oh, see, I'm also, just programmed to do it even louder. I know. I know. And if you're in the car, it's difficult if you are, because you can't get out. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I would just, I would just leave the car. Just roll out? Yeah. Like, what was just, that movie where she jumped out the car? She had throw mom, mama from the train. No, the Wrong one vehicle. Uh, okay, where she jumped out because her mom was just Ladybird. Ladybird. Oh, thank you. okay. We got there. All, All right. right. So that was where Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Florida. Okay. And and particularly, I want to go to Zephyr Hills. Mm-hmm. Zephyr Hills. And I want to tell you about some peeps. So some peeps were hanging out in an apartment. We had. Um, a victim, his friend, and a lady by the name of Julitza Emily Gonzalez. She is 25 years young, and she was later arrested for mm-hmm. doing something. Here's what had happened. Okay, so according to uh, the account, uh, the, uh, uh, let's see, the roommate said that he showed a photo of a woman that he wanted to date to his friend. Okay. So, so the like, roommate's there with his friend. He's like, lady. I would like to date this lady. Well, the friend looked at the photo. Mm-hmm. No harm, no foul. Mm-hmm. Well, because he was showing it to him. Right? Uh, when the friend looked at the photo, his girlfriend, who Lisa Emily Gonzalez, who, by the way, is pregnant, was in the room. Okay. And so the guy shows his friend the photo while his girlfriend, who's pregnant, is in the room. Well, that didn't sit well wait, with Miss Gonzalez. Was the gal naked in the picture? No. No, just, just like okay. here, look at her on like my a, phone. Like a headshot. Like a Tinder photo okay. or some dumb thing. I don't even know. Do they do photos on Tinder? Do they do Tinder anymore? I, I don't know. I think okay. so. Okay. And there are photos. I, I used to have pen pals. So right. I'm a little too old for this. 
Um, okay, so that caused the girlfriend, Miss Gonzalez, who was a little upset, to go burlistic. And they started quarreling, um, the the guy and his lady. Now, the roommate said at a certain point, he became totally uh, uncomfortable by this. Because, you know, when a couple starts oh. fighting in your presence, you're like, okay. So yeah, you're like tiptoe backwards I'm out of the get room. Out of here. I'm going to go make a sandwich. And then they started shouting at each other. And then as he had left the room, he said he heard the following. Beep, boop, bop, boop, beep. Humph. Now, that is the sound of somebody rummaging through the kitchen drawers. A short time later, he heard this sound. Boom, boom, boom. Ah! And that is when the boyfriend ran into the roommate's room with a stab wound in his stomach. Oh, my gosh. And that's when he also said, that bitch stabbed me. (gasps) (laughs) Lo and behold, Miss Gonzalez took a five-inch steak knife and jabbed it into the stomach of her boyfriend, her father, uh, the ba- the father of her child, unborn child. Just for looking at a picture looking of somebody else's. Looking at a else's... photo of a lady. Mm-mm. Now, luckily, the roommate used a shirt to apply pressure to the wound. After calling 911 and waiting for paramedics to arrive, he was later airlifted to the hospital. It is not known what happened to him. Um, Miss Gonzalez was also transported to the hospital because she was having a panic attack. Oh, my gosh. Was the baby okay? Well, it doesn't say anything about the baby. But I would say, like, if you suffer from panic attacks, maybe you don't want to stab people. Yeah. Or any. Yeah. Anybody. Wouldn't that cause more panic? One would exactly. Think. I think that one might have precipitated the other. Mm-hmm. Um, surgeon said the stab wound was uh, no. Oh, because when they inv- <laughs> when they talked to pregnant Gonzalez lady in the uh, hospital, she mm-hmm. said that there had been an accident. Mm. The very uh, capable surgeons at Lakeland Regional Medical Center said mm, that stab wound was not consistent with an accident. Right. So she was charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. Oh, yikes. Like, you don't just like, oh, I fell. Oopsie doodles. Oopsie doodles. Well, it could be like, you know, when you're, you fall up the stairs. Mm. You know, I do occasionally throw knives at myself. Have you ever had that happen? Okay. No, but you also have this weird horrible fear of knives. Bradley's weird. Well, okay. Sorry. That wasn't kind. I apologize. It was rude. I apologize. It is weird, but I I don't like knives. I don't like, it's not nice to make fun of somebody else's fear because it's real to them. Right. I don't like it when people make fun of my fears. So Bradley has an interesting fear of knives. Just (laughs) interesting. I flying just, off shelves and stabbing, stabbing people being or, possessed mm-hmm, pretty much. But I have had that thing where I pull the knife out and then somehow it or like I pull it out of the like dish track, uh, dish track. <laughs> I am <laughs> toast. No, uh, the dish rack and then it'll fall and then I like jump back and it's like flying at me. Oh, dear. Because for whatever reason, it never seems to fly forward. It always flies, flies towards, towards me. And then you. I got to jump back. Oh. And I'm like, one of these days, that thing's going to catch me in the Eric stomach. Urias. And I'm going to die alone. And nobody will know. Yeah, it's like that fear that you get when you're eating a lean cuisine by yourself. And then like, what? If, you, if, you, if you're eating it by <laughs> <Toast>. yourself, <laughs> and then you choke on it, no one's there to save you. Oh, well, that's my life. That's going to be me when I'm like 80 years old. Me too. 
You guys. I'm just eating a piece of Salisbury steak. How to do the Heimlich on a chair? Yeah, no. you just find a chair and just I throw also, yourself on it. It'll just launch it right out. Please don't take that as an actual form of advice. No, it's true. Look it up. No, in fact, I just listened to a whole um, documentary about how the Heimlich is its a scam. <laughs> I have had it used on me and it works quite well. But it well. helps to just bang on the back That's as well. true. But there are ways to do to get stuff out of yourself. Google it. Ooh. I'm not teasing. I really, I took a class in like the 90s. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley <laughs> show, we like to play a little game. The game is called The Throwback Live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.